0: Whether you are new to mindfulness practice or a regular meditator, you may have wondered how to improve mindfulness meditation. Regardless of your level of experience, it may sometimes feel that your mind works against you or presents frustrations that ruin a peaceful moment. Creating a greater understanding of the obstacles you face in mindfulness meditation while learning compassionate responses will help you use each moment and breath as a path to a more fulfilling practice. Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. We offer brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you move in positive directions and master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com.
1: Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks, available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's w-e-t-w-a-r-e-m-e-d-i-a.com.
0: Today, we're sharing meditation tips from the audiobook, MBSR Every Day. Daily Practices from the Heart of Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction. Written by doctors Bob Stahl and Alicia Goldstein. This audiobook presents strategies and tools clinically proven to be helpful in alleviating both physical and mental health conditions. Drawing on the ancient wisdom of mindfulness, this practical guide will show you tons of little ways you can overcome stress every day, no matter what life throws your way. In this episode, Dr. Stahl and Goldstein demonstrate how to improve mindfulness meditation by sharing commonly faced challenges and how to respond to them.
1: Know these five obstacles. When I, Elisha, first started practicing mindfulness meditation, I noticed a lot of resistance to practice. I was restless trying to be still, irritated when I couldn't focus, uncertain how it was going to benefit me, almost drifting off to sleep at times, and often just waiting to be doing something other than meditating. I didn't realize it at the time, but I had nailed some of the key obstacles to practice that people have been talking about for thousands of years. Understanding these obstacles and learning to be curious about them not only continues to help me work with them in my practice, but also, perhaps paradoxically, awakens me to greater clarity and balance in my practice and life in general. As you listen to the following five hindrances, see which ones you recognize in your meditation practice and also in daily life. Wanting The mind hardly ever seems to be satisfied. It's always craving something. Before you start practicing, your mind may want the conditions to be different than they are. Sometimes, you want this so badly, you never manage to start practicing. Or maybe as you start practicing, the mind wanders off onto your favorite food and fantasizes about eating it. This state of mind can stop us from practicing, distract us in practice, or ignite restlessness. Irritation and aversion If you don't feel that you're having a good meditation experience, or if there's an annoying noise in the room, it's easy to feel irritated. Irritation, left unchecked, can make us want to give up. Sleepiness Many of us are tired because we don't get adequate sleep, so it's easy to feel a bit sleepy when we come down from our busy minds. Our body does what it naturally wants to do, go to rest. We can also feel sleepy when an experience is overwhelming, so it's good to be curious whether the tiredness is telling you that you need more rest or that there's a feeling that needs to be expressed. Restlessness If you've started practicing, you may have noticed that it can be hard to be still for a period of time. The mind can be so busy. We're trained from a young age to do, do, and do some more. The mind may rebel a bit when learning how to be. You might catch it running through a million to-do lists or trying to count the minutes until the end of the practice. This is all completely natural. Doubt. The uncertainty about whether something will work often plagues people in the beginning of their practice. They think, this can work for others, but it won't work for me. Doubt becomes a problem when it hijacks an initial action and the ability to allow experience to be our guide. Just do it. The fact is that if you can recognize it, you can face it. And if you can face it, you can work with it. And as you do, the gifts will arise. For now, the instruction is simple choose the obstacle that gets in your way the most and practice noticing it this week. For example, if you experience restlessness, see if you can notice when it's there. Become curious about how it expresses itself in the body. You can do this with any of the obstacles. When you're ready, Gently redirect your attention back to the practice. You can also take this off the cushion and notice when any of these obstacles arise in daily life. Be forgiving of yourself and remember that as you stray, you can always begin again. Apply these five antidotes. On the one hand, simply being aware of the five obstacles to practice. Naming them and being curious about them is a powerful practice. On the other hand, mindfulness affords us the awareness and choice to apply certain actions that can serve as antidotes and opportunities for growth. When you become mindful, you have the ability to step out of the old reactive patterns that are fueled by unawareness and choose a more constructive response. Antidote for wanting, curiosity, and contentment. A craving generally has a shelf life of 20 minutes or less. If you notice you are wandering off onto something you desire, practice acknowledging how you are feeling in the body and mind. Become curious about what it is that you are longing for. Remind yourself that contentment can also be found in the here and now. Be mindful of this craving arising and then watch it slowly pass. Feel the contentment that arises when you are free of wanting. We can inspire contentment with practicing being at ease with the way things are. Antidote for Irritation and Aversion, Mindfulness and Self-Compassion While our urges may naturally be to resist any irritation that comes, we have to remember the adage, what we resist persists. The work here is to include irritation as part of the mindful experience. What happens when we allow the irritation to just be? Can you apply some self-compassion? Say to yourself, may I be at ease? See what you notice. Antidote for sleepiness, concentration and self-compassion. If you occasionally fall asleep when meditating, consider it a good nap that you needed. If this is happening often, however, you might try sitting in a more upright posture, standing up having your eyes slightly open or maybe splashing some water on your face before starting. You can even shift into a walking meditation. If you're really daring, see what it's like to be curious about the feeling of sleepiness. Open your eyes and experience the sensations of tiredness as they are. Do they stay? Do they come and go? Antidote for Restlessness, Mindfulness It's important to recognize that restlessness and boredom are just sensations like any other. Try adopting a beginner's mind and being curious about the sensation of restlessness. As you do this, you may notice how the feeling of it has a life of its own, shifting and changing, arising and passing away. As you recognize restlessness, you can gently bring your attention back to the point of focus. See if the restlessness can become a teaching about the nature of change. Antidote for Doubt Mindfulness Doubt is natural. One way to take control of it is to actively investigate it. Does the doubt reactively keep you away from experiencing the practice? Clarify what the value of the practice is to you. Make a list of its benefits. We have to remember that thoughts are just thoughts. They're not facts, even the ones that say they are. If you notice doubt slipping into your practice, just take note of it and ask yourself, Is this doubt absolutely true? Follow that with, What would be different if this doubt wasn't here? Ultimately, the goal of mindful meditation is to allow your experience, not the reactive judgments, to be your teacher, inspiring clarity. Applying the antidotes to each of these obstacles not only deepens our sense of freedom from the mind's reactivity, but also gives us the opportunity to strengthen key factors of well-being. We begin to train mindfulness with flexibility, clarity of mind, and compassion and we feel more confident in our ability to make wise choices. This internal sense of control breeds confidence and joy. Just do it. Whatever the obstacles are that you recognize in your practice, begin applying the antidotes to them. If irritation is a common experience, Notice what happens when you see it as an opportunity to strengthen mindfulness. Bring a beginner's mind to the sensation of irritation, feeling it as it comes and goes. You can also recognize the struggle of it and water the seeds of a kind heart, saying to yourself, May I be at ease? Choose the obstacle that seems to appear most often and play with the antidote each time it appears. In doing this, we transform obstacles into opportunities for learning and growth.
0: Thanks for listening to this excerpt from the audiobook, mindfulness-based stress reduction every day. You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, Please rate and review it. And please share it with friends who might also enjoy it. Thanks for listening.
1: Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks, available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E. M-E-D-I-A dot com.